All right, family, this is Randy Harden. Listen, if you haven't heard about the Anchor platform, let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone. It don't get no better than that. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Guys, check it out. This is Randy Harden, the Press. It's the best thing since sliced bread. All right, family, this is Randy Harden, the Press. I'm telling my story, exit to my freedom. And I hope that you guys have listened to one through four. This is the fifth episode of Exit to Freedom, my life story. Now, as I ended kind of abruptly, but I want you guys to know that, guess what? It's all good. My life took some crazy turns, but here it is, the way my story ended. After leaving the prison after four and a half years, I found myself contemplating uh, that that my life could be different if I do it different. And so as I exited out of the doors at Huntsville in Texas, I uh, found myself watching everybody walk out the door, walk out the door. There was a blue barrel that they were throwing their Bibles in because they felt like God had took them this far. Now they can handle it. See, I, what I learned is that if you allow to keep God in the driver's seat and you just allow him to uh, uh, for you around until you're able to drive, then you'll do good. So I followed the plan. I kept my Bible close to me. I had a lot of great information in there that I could read over and over and over and over and over again and apply what I read. And so I came home and that's the day that my whole life changed for me. Well, I went and stayed with my dad trying to get my life, not trying, getting my life together. Uh, My dad had a landscape business, so uh, I've always knew how to cut yards, but now he's beautifying them. So I can get with that. I can get with that. And so I'm working with him, and uh, I'm working with him about a year and a half. And uh, I got it back together now. I feel like I'm, 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 uh, I'm looking good and I'm feeling good about myself I'm buying myself different things and I'm working for my money. It's an honest, honest pay for an honest job. And I found myself uh, at my dad's house, you know, writing music again, doing things that I love doing. And uh, he was going to go to church one night. And uh, he asked me to uh, go with him. It was on a Saturday night. I said, well, no, nah, I don't want to go to church on no Saturday, Dad. I appreciate it, though. So he left. 
And when he arrived to his destination, he was looking like he always do, looking and speaking to people and people looking at him. And he walked up on the young lady that was my girlfriend when she was 13 and I was 16. And then her name was Michelle. And he walked up to to her and said, guess who's home? Guess who's home? Real excited about it. And she said, okay, who's home? And home from where? And he said, oh, you didn't know. Uh, Randy is at home. He just did four and a half years. And she was like, did what? She didn't know anything about that type of lifestyle coming from me. And so he proceeded to ask her for a number. So therefore, uh, I could contact her later on. And so she wanted a number as well. And so my dad gave her his number, my mom's number, and my brother's number. Now, she was on assignment. She was on assignment with a ministry that she had created called Single for season and basically what it was for was to show single people how to live their lives without pressure and so she was teaching them about the book of Ruth and how uh, Ruth was preparing herself to uh, for her husband to find her because whether you know it or not a woman is already a wife they're trained to do that out the womb to be a wife from cooking to cleaning to taking care of other kids. They learn that at an early age and she had this ministry on open full throttle and I wasn't totally in the picture then, but this is what was told to me that she had the ministry and when my dad came home from this event, he told me, he's a son, like, man, man, you know, listen, guess who I, my, who I met, man, guess who I met? He was all stuttery and excited about it. And he said, I met Michelle. Michelle, been a long time. I'm 35 at the time. I was very young when her and I was called ourselves being boyfriend and girlfriend on the phone 28 hours a day. Yeah, I said 28. And and so to to try to think back to who is Michelle, like I'm like, okay, oh, okay, okay. I know, I know. And I remember where we left off at because our life was abruptly, uh, uh, it was challenged by my dad because he was going to marry her aunt. So he told me to leave her alone. And I didn't quite understand it, but uh, understood. I didn't quite understand what he was trying to do, but he wanted to marry her aunt, and he was telling me that that was going to be my cousin. Well, uh, let me make an announcement. He wasn't my real father, so how was it going to be my cousin? Okay? All right. Now, back to the story. I received the information from my dad about he met Michelle at this church event that I didn't want to go to. And so my dad was all excited about it and he's telling me about it. I never think to ask him 
if she had a card of some kind. And so she had numbers for me. Well, she tried to call my dad's number and this is what she received. The number that you're dialing is not in service. Please be sure you're dialing the right number. Thank you. She tried to call my mother's number and the phone said, the number you're dialing is not in service. Please be sure you're dialing the right number. Thank you. Then she tried to call my brother's number and the operator said, the number you're dialing is not in service. Please be sure you're dialing the right number. Thank you. Only because she was ministering to people about a woman's job is not to find her husband. It's a man's job to find his wife. You hear what I say? And so when I decided or thought, let me ask my dad if he got a card or something from her. I said, Dad, did you get a business card from Michelle? He said, yeah, matter of fact, I did. Well, where is it at? He said, it's in my billfold. So I decided to call her on the, on. listen, at that particular time, I tried to call her. Her phone went to answer machine, but I left a very detailed message. And I knew that when she got that message that she would call me. So now what she's teaching and ministering to about, uh, uh, ministering about to the people is, is, it can be set in place and validated because it was it was being done the right way. So we got in contact with she got in contact with me through the voicemail that I left her because I reached out to her. I asked her, well, I told us I I I told her I said, listen, uh, good to talk with you, but I wanna I wanna ask you a question. She said, what is it? I said, when are you available? And she said, I'm available tomorrow at such and such time. Well, we connected the very next day. And she took me to this well-known restaurant called Papado's. Papacitos, I'm sorry. Papacitos. And I'm sitting up there and uh, I'm just looking at her. Because now my promise to God was to stay right. I'm remembering what the old man said that has 75 years. He said, you got to change everything. So I'm sitting across the table from her and I'm looking at her real fierce like. And she said, what's the matter? I said, I just don't understand what God is doing. She said, maybe it's not for you to understand it, but just to do it. I said, wow. I said, okay, all right. Well, we, we proceeded on getting to know each other a little bit more and a little bit more. We're going out different places. I'm just stunned on how God is operating in my life because I had already submitted. Now I'm just walking through the submission with my hands up, giving him praise. And so I realized then that I got somebody good that wants to connect what shall I do? And all I heard was like, go for it. Because I didn't changed everything, just like I was told. And it was good for me. It was a good fit. It was a great fit, actually. And her and I started dating uh, all over again. She was single. I was single. 
Uh, she had a singles ministry. And so it kept me in the midst of God's eyes. And he was able to guide me through what I needed to say and how I wanted to say it. I never thought that me, Randy Harden, the prayers, would fall in love all over again. Because I had a lot of my father's ways. Uh, even though I didn't know him, I was just like him. Because what I want to tell you guys in part one, and in part two, and in part three, and then also part four, that my father had 38 kids. I was number two of the whole bunch. Now those numbers mean something. I mean, it truly means something. Uh, number two is what they always, uh, what, what, well, actually what God did with Adam because they came two by two. And then finding uh, my dad at 18, it was number one and then the number eight. The number one stood for me. The eight meant, meant new beginnings. Then at 35, when I quit everything and came out of prison, I was granted then. Uh, the number three stands for the, 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 uh, the Lord help me, the idea of the Trinity. And then the number five stood for grace. So everything was working in my favor. And so Michelle and I started building a relationship. Well, I've never, ever, ever from the age of 13, when she was 13 and I was 16, ever asked her for herself. Never. I just respected her because I had other girls. I was just like my father, but didn't even know my father. But if you remember in part one, I spoke about the seed. And so even when I went on a quest to find my father, he knew me because he knew the tree. He knew what the tree's supposed to bear. And so he knew how I look. He knew how I talk. He knew everything about me, but I didn't know anything. And that's what truly had hurt me, that somebody else was taking care of me when he could have been taking care of me. But nevertheless, when I and Michelle started getting more and more attached to one another and getting to know each other all over again, she said, let's just wait a year. And uh, she told me, she said, well, I've been... Uh, uh, what was the word she used? One that I never use all the time, but Lord help me. It was, uh, I've been celibate for six years. And I say, hmm, really? What does that mean? And she said, well, that means doing without. So me with my smart self, I said, well, I've been celibate for four and a half. She said, yeah, but you've been locked up. That was by force. Mine was because I was willing to wait for my husband. I'm like smiling from ear to ear because I know that this is my wife. So fast forwarding past the year and a half, what a year I mean, I'm sorry, the year, uh, I found myself getting her an engagement ring. Then we set a date. And uh, at this time, we're just getting to know each other all over again. Well, the next year, can you say the next year? The next year, 2005, 
we started planning for a wedding. And my wife-to-be, uh, we went to counseling. And I didn't think I needed this, but guess what? I did. I needed this. And so I received the counseling wholeheartedly. Then when we got married, we was, well, we was planning the wedding. We wanted to have something intimate, just her and I and my big brother and uh, her big sister. But when everybody found out that the prodigal son had came home and came to himself, and this little lady that's been waiting for her husband had arrived, but well, then guess what? Everybody was willing and wanting to come and be a part of the wedding. And so our my, my, my men that I had in the wedding was like 12. And it was men that have played a major part in my life. And, uh, and I wanted to make sure that the men that I chose to be in my, in my, in my wedding, that they was there for a purpose. And so I ended up having 12. My wife ended up having 12. We had a great man of God that married us named Pastor Dexter Utley. Big ups to Pastor Dexter. And I love that guy, man, because he understood the both of us. He knew us both at different times. And so when we came together to tie the knot, he really had information about us. And so when we got married, I was able to sing a song that kind of went something like this. You are the lady of my life. And I know God gave me you for my wife. So after it's been said and done, it'll be true. Cause you know my love was made for you. You know my love was made for you. Baby, say the words, girl. Do. Mm. That's it. That's it right there. You're going to have to get the CD. That's what it was all about. I asked God for a song and he gave it to me. And and listen, it was simply beautiful for a beautiful person. And so we got married. Now here it is. Fast forward, you guys. I'm clean. I'm sober. I'm working. We've been married. And I mean working as an entrepreneur. Uh, because it was hard for me to find a job. And my wife said, well, baby, listen, since we can't find you a job, let's just create you one. I'm like, ooh, man, God has blessed me with somebody, man, that's putting an explanation point behind my last name. You hear what I say? And so I found myself being married right now in 2020, April the 13th, 2020. 14 years, faithful, still an entrepreneur. But I found my place in this earth. I found out who I was in the earth. My life has totally changed. And one part that I left out in part two that I meant to speak on was it was about forgiveness. Because my father ended up calling my grandmother and asked him, ask her, have you seen Randy? 
I had been clean for a few years and so was he. And he approached me. He said, son, I'm sorry. I apologize. Can you forgive me? This is a very intricate part in my story. This is where my life totally changed, but I wasn't willing to accept change. And so when he asked me, the last thing he asked me was to forgive him. I didn't know how important that was. So I was thinking to myself, walking back and forth in front of him, talking to God. And I said, Daddy, as I'm talking to God, I need to know what to do because I don't know what forgiveness was. I didn't know what forgiveness was. I didn't. I thought I did. I thought forgiveness was if I don't fool with you, I don't fool with you. That's not forgiveness. That's only you don't fool with somebody. It's not forgiveness. And you have to do that. You have to pass this major test, Randy. So when the time came, I heard the Holy Spirit say, son, forgive him. I didn't respond quick enough, so I heard the Holy Spirit say again, forgive him. I said, Daddy, I forgive you, man. I forgive you. We hugged each other and we went about our business. My wife got back in the car and I got in the car. We drove off. She said, what happened? I said, the man told me he was sorry, that he apologized and cannot forgive him. So I did. And I believe that my life took a turn right then. My life took a turn right then. Because... When you're able to forgive somebody, it's not for them. It's for you. All the hurt and the pain that I went through without him. Then when I got with him, how he uh, led me into that drug life of being an addict all of those years. Ended up in prison, not one time, not two times, not three times, but six times. But I always tell people that I'm slow, but I'm for sure. And when I got it, I got it. And so I want to tell you guys now, fast forward and back to where I was at with my story, that if you're willing to change your life, things can happen great for you. Or a lot of great things can happen just for you. As I'm sitting here now with this podcast And pouring my life out about my exit to my freedom. One thing. One thing. That I remember. That the old man told me. He said you got to change everything. And I did. Been married now 14 years. I am an entrepreneur. I am free. I am sober. I'm who God called me to be. And I'm thankful. The next time you hear my voice, you guys, I want to be able to put the movie Exit to Freedom on the podcast. But if you would like more information, give me a call or just Facebook me and let me know where you heard this broadcast or this podcast from. And I want to be able to send you the information where you can see the movie Exit to freedom that my wife Michelle Harden my girlfriend when she was 13 and I was 16 see God don't make no mistakes who I met back then and and didn't mishandle she was the one that was able to put my life together on the big screen 
It was a sellout crowd in Houston, Texas. Then we showed it again in San Antonio, Texas. Listen, great things are coming your way. And allow me just to prophesy over your life because that's who I am in the earth. A young prophet. Allow me to prophesy over your life that what you hear God say, or better yet, the Holy Spirit say, just move. Just move. Just like that. This is Randy Harden, the prayers. And I thank you guys for listening to this particular podcast. And to hear the information about my exit to my freedom could be yours as well. And so my name is Randy Lewis Harden on Facebook. Or if you would like to give me a call, please do so. 832-884-7909. That number again is 832-884-7909. And let me leave you with this verse in the Bible. That what you make happen for others, God will make happen for you. God bless you. And I, I, I pray that you enjoyed the different episodes whenever you listen to them. Thank you for listening. Please like and share the, the podcast because you may be helping somebody else. Thank you so much. Be blessed.